Hello everyone, and welcome to Refinery Life Australia. I'm Gary Hope, and I'm the Senior Pastor and Lead Elder of Refinery Life Church on the Gold Coast. If you're on the Gold Coast, come and join us as we meet together and we share the word of our Lord. We meet at 9.30 on Sundays at 222 Turpin Road, Labrador. We also meet on Wednesday nights at 7pm at Southport. For more details, you can visit our website, which is www.refinerylife.org. And this week we're continuing our series titled Great Words from the Bible. And we're going to be talking about taking heed today. The text we're concentrating on is Hebrews 2, 1. It says it talks about giving heed. It says, For this reason, that is, because of God's final revelation in His Son, Jesus, and because of Jesus' superiority to the angels, we must pay close attention, or sorry, closer attention than ever to the things that we have heard, so that we do not in any way drift from the truth. And the scriptures we'll work through, we won't read them all now, are Hebrews 1.1 1, 1 through to Hebrews 2.4. And in tonight's text, heed means to pay careful attention to, and is the opposite of disregard for God's word. The writer of Hebrews tells us that Christ is superior to the prophets and angels, and because of the revelation of God in Christ, is superior. We ought to give earnest heed to the things that we have heard. Because Jesus is the final and supreme revelation of God, we ought to give special attention to God's message as it is revealed in Christ. Using this passage as a guide, let's have a look at some of the things that deserve our careful attention. The first thing is we need to be taking heed to the doctrine taught by others. Mark 8.15 says, Jesus repeatedly ordered them, saying, Watch out, or take heed. Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. Now it was necessary for Jesus to issue this warning because his disciples had come out of a Pharisaic atmosphere and they would meet the Pharisees again and again. He combined the warning concerning the Pharisees with a warning concerning Herod. The leaven of the Pharisees was bad theology, and the leaven of Herod was bad politics. Christians need to be aware of unspiritual and irreligious teaching, and we also need to be aware of ungodly blindness that insists on signs to show God and truth. There's many churches like that that they have to show signs and wonders. Otherwise, they don't believe God is there. Second thing is we need to take heed that no one deceives you about Christ. Matthew 24, 4 through to 5. Jesus answered, Be careful that no one misleads you, deceiving you and leading you into error. For many will come in my name, misusing it and appropriating the strength of the name which belongs to me saying, I am the Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed, and they will mislead many. It is amazing how successful some deceivers have been through the ages with eschatological programs and teaching about the second coming of the Lord. Many have claimed to be what Jesus is, the Christ or the Messiah. Let us be aware of those that seek to lead us astray. Third thing we're looking at is take heed to God's word. Look at 2 Peter 1.19 says, So 
We have the prophetic word made more certain. You will do well to pay close attention to it, as to a lamp shining in a dark place, until the day dawns and the light breaks through the gloom, and the morning star arises in your hearts. The phrase, so we have the prophetic word made more certain, has reference to all the messianic, messianic sorry, prophecies. The transfiguration scene confirmed the messianic prophecies and made clear the deity of Jesus Christ as God's beloved Son. What Peter saw with his eyes and heard with his ears does not equal the affirmation of the glory and the deity of Christ that is presented in God's word. Eyes and ears may deceive us, but there is no doubt of the truth and the certainty of God's word. We constantly need to focus our minds on God's prophetic word concerning our blessed Lord. Think of that. We constantly need to focus our minds on God's prophetic word concerning our blessed Lord. Don't just think about it once. Constantly focus. Fourth thing is take heed to what you hear about responsibility. Mark four twenty four and 25 says, Then he said to them, Pay attention to what you hear. By your own standard of measurement, that is the extent which you study spiritual truth and apply godly wisdom, it will be measured to you, and you will be given even greater ability to respond, and more will be given to you besides. For whatever has a, sorry, whoever has a teachable heart, to him more understanding will be given. And whoever does not have a yearning for truth, even what he has will be taken away from him. We need to take heed to what we hear and how we hear. Some things should not be heard, for they blacken the mind and the heart. What is worth hearing should be heard rightly and heeded. Let us hear attentively with understanding. Let us rightly use words of truth. To use the truth selfishly is to lose it. To share the truth with others is to gain even more truth. For as Jesus said in Luke 6.38, Give and it will be given to you. They will pour into your lap a good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, with no space left for more. For with the standard of measurement you use, when you do good to others, it will be measured to you in return. And you need to take heed of yourself. Luke twenty-one thirty-four says, But be on guard, so that your hearts are not weighed down and depressed with the giddiness of debauchery and nausea of self-indulgence and the worldly worries of life. And then that day when the Messiah returns will not come to you suddenly like a trap. Jesus issued this blanket warning to his disciples and others who would follow him. They should guard their hearts against being weighed down with overindulgence, drunkenness and the anxieties of life. They need to ward off anything that would prevent them from watching constantly for the Lord's return. Sinful living and earthly cares dim the sense of hope and expectancy for the Lord's return. And this loss of expectancy leads to sinful living. Paul said to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians 3.10, as we finish up today, 
according to the remarkable grace of God, which was given to me to prepare me for my task, like a skillful master builder, I laid a foundation, and now another is building on it. But each one must be careful how he builds on it. We must build on the right foundation. Notice I said foundation, not foundations. We must build on the right foundation. We do not need to lay a new one, but only build on the foundation already laid. I love it when people say, God's doing a new thing. No, he's not. He's not doing a new thing. You might think it is, but he should be taking you back to the old thing because there's one foundation. Let us carry out the plans of the original architect. Let us heed the original design. Let us be what Christ wants us to be. And I want to encourage you. Be what Christ wants you to be. Be diligent with your Bible study time because God has so much more for us than we can get from going to church once or twice a week and hearing someone else talk about the Word. When you spend time with God, your life will change in amazing ways because God is a Redeemer. There's nothing that's too hard for Him and He can make you whole, spirit, soul and body. And you're important to God. You know that already. But you're also important to us at the refinery. When it comes to prayer, we believe that God wants to meet your needs and reveal His promises directly to you. So whatever you're concerned about and whatever you need prayer for, we'll be here for you. Even if you just want to say hi, you can contact us on www.refinerylife.org or via any of our social media channels. And until next time, stay in the blessings.